Resuming. Nerd. World. Order. Broadcast. Dynaphones connected. Initiating broadcast signal in... 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call dupes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up? It's your boy Joe, baby! And to my other, other right wing, and at 178 and a filled pounds, coming straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso Westman Flores. Oh, my stars and garters. Looks like the stars and garters reference is back. And that means that we are back for another exciting episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. Today, if you hear an echo in your speaker, that means that there's not an audio problem. We are going to be discussing Marvel Cinematics Universe Spotlight, five episodes of Echo on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this was something that went through a few changes as far as production, uh, ties into a lot of other shows, whether it be the Hawkeye series, or whether it be the Daredevil series. This is going to be pretty interesting, and I'm really excited to see what the gentlemen have to talk about today because we have not discussed it yet. So I will start off with Alfonso X-Man Flores. What were your expectations going into the Echo series? Well, I mean, I very much enjoyed Daredevil, right? And in the comics, she got her start with Daredevil. Um, and in the MCU, she got her start with Hawkeye. And I, I enjoyed that series a lot too. Yeah, it kind of let us down towards the end, but uh, she she was a pretty welcome character. You know, she she was she was pretty buff. You know, she she kicked some butt, and um, I thought it was going to be a lot of the same thing. Now I got really worried at, at at the beginning because you know it's like, well, they pulled it back, they did a bunch of reshoots, then it went from like what eight episodes down to five or down to six, and then down to five, and so what whatever they did, they had to do some you know. Um, marvel magic with editing and i you know i was excited to see it still i i figured you know they were going to pull it out and you know make everything come together at the end and and i was pretty happy with it i wasn't expecting much going into this just because i was thinking today marvel for whatever reason has gone straight to the d-list as far as putting out product and i really feel like echo is d-list and i'm just curious as to why they chose echo to me it feels like there is an indigenous character uh, let's say campaign that they're making right now they're really trying to highlight the indigenous characters to the point of making one up and i feel like that's what they were doing with echo i wasn't too excited about it but i figured you know what five episodes around 45 minutes each even i have the attention span to sit through that so i checked it out uh what about you joe yeah, I mean, I think we talked after I saw the first episode. First episode was good, and then it got really slow. And I feel like Marvel doesn't have time to release stuff that's slow because of the you know like the first fight scene with her and Daredevil was pretty smooth, dude. I liked it. The flashbacks were pretty cool, you know, with Hawkeye, you know. 
back when Hawkeye was good before I think what four, five, and six. I think when the car scene, I think it was episode four, right? Yeah, I think it was five, six. Well, I digress. But if I think the reason why to your question that you asked why Echo, I think it's just set off like the street kind of heroes like they did in Netflix. I think that's the setup for that. But it is a few questions. Is it too late for that? And you could tell they rushed it because they ran out of money. They only have five episodes. And lastly, do you you do you think the Echo got hurt by releasing everything at one time? Because I think if you would have released the episode one, everybody would have been talking about that fight scene between her and um, Daredevil. And it would have built up momentum for the next few episodes, I think. So what would you what did you anticipate before you watched the show? Um, you know, just like you guys said, I wasn't expecting much. So for me, the five episodes was pretty cool because I could just with 40 minutes, I can breathe through it fast and not have to wait for it. Um I knew Daredevil was gonna be there, I knew Kingpin was gonna be in it, but with Marvel, I'm kind of besides what if season two, like I'm not big on anything that they're putting out. So for me, I wasn't really looking forward to it. It's just another TV show. If I'm doing nothing, oh, I'll, I guess I'll watch that and binge watch it. You know, like Ted's out the TV series. And I watched the first few episodes of that. It's kind of funny. So I, I find those, those episodes a little more entertaining than echo. Okay. So you threw out some questions. Uh, let's cover them. What questions did you have? Uh, do you? Uh, let's start with this one. Do you think it hurt Marvel releasing all five at one time as opposed to episode weekly? Is it like on a Tuesday? I don't uh, because both Rotten Tomatoes and uh, well, Rotten Tomatoes, both the fan critic or score and also the critic score were both pretty low. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people who were going to watch it, like it's, it's almost like first episode's good. And then as it gets slower, I think word of mouth would have had people starting to bad mouth it. But I feel mm-hmm. like since they put out all of them at once, it got slow, but there was a payoff at the end. So people would still recommend it because they enjoyed the payoff. Kind of almost wonder, like you could tell Marvel didn't really care too much for the series. Oh, here's all five. I feel like Marvel's going to constantly mix stuff up to figure out what works. I feel like the indication that they may not have liked it came from all the edits that they did. Mm-hmm, I feel like Marvel's sure. treading water right now, and they're just mm-hmm. like, everything they put out, they're trying to rework, like Captain yeah. America, New World Order. That's a complete rework right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I know there were two different tribes, but like I think I told you, I thought I was watching Avatar at first. Because I've never seen the second one. So I was like, bro, is this Avatar? I'm pretty sure I didn't click on it, you know, because it has like, you know, the Echo and then it has like, I think Avatar. And then I paused it. I'm like, ah, oh, this is Echo. And then I was like, is this what if? You know, because I, I felt like they were pushing that to your point, the narrative and the what if, but it, they're two different tribes. So I'm like, that's not it. But then at the end, I was thinking, well, they're glowing because <laughs> now they have powers. You know what I mean? Like they're glowing with the same glow you know, as uh, I can't remember the other tribe, what they were called. The Mohawks. The Mohawks, yeah. It was. It felt like it was kind of like the same thing. So I thought maybe they would bring her in 
and at the end maybe I, I don't know like i was kind of confused with that and then you know like i thought because you didn't even know like what happened like all of a sudden it, so and and i can defer this to the alf do you think they made her a mutant do you think like because they didn't really explain whether they're aliens or they're mutants it's just they were in a cave all of a sudden they got powers you know what i mean like they can heal so it's passed on so like what is that and you know like is it a good thing or a bad thing that they didn't explain who they are <laughs> yeah um with that i mean it it really it really kind of goes with um a lot of native uh stories of creation uh there were people of the earth and they were the first people and, and the way they came came through the earth i have a cousin who's like really big in our native american heritage and he's like man i i could sit there and listen to him for hours you know he just he tells the story of you know everything and and it's it's really cool and and um it's it's very spiritual you know so when i got to see that on 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 film i was like well that was that's kind of really cool it goes along with that story of the first people right and then and then all of a sudden when when they were playing that um one of the, that game they were playing that was a lot like um it was all a lot like um what do you call it the one with the basket uh oh my gosh what is it i wrote it down here lacrosse so they they had a, both a lacrosse and a field hockey stick i always know that the native americans were the ones who created lacrosse but i i was like is this the same person because I, I thought it was at first and i didn't realize that they were just showing you generations of people and the way the way this this family moved on you know so it, it was kind of cool to see you know she she basically in the in, in in the end she picked up different attributes from different people you know from from all of her generations because you know that that's the way you know it's it's told is that you know your generations are are behind you and they're there for you and, and they're there to lift you up so she borrowed a little bit from every single one of them and their stories and their strengths and their tragedies so um my gosh what was the question again <laughs> is she a mutant is she what, a mutant what's the source of her power i mean the source of her power is it's it's just it was it was something that that was in her family you know since the beginning you know uh is she a mutant i mean i guess essentially yes because you know her she maybe she comes from a long line of mutants like you know apocalypse was considered the first mutant but he's been around forever so you know I wasn't really thinking so, but the more I talked about it right now, I'm thinking maybe she is, maybe she is. And, and I, I think, you know, they're, they're really building up to this whole mutant thing because, you know, you've got Miss Marvel all of a sudden she's a mutant, right? So, you know, they're, they're going to focus on this. Once the X-Men are released, that's going to be the main focus. I doubt they're probably going to steer away from the Avengers, maybe touch base with them once in a while. But I think the way they're going is they're going to focus on mutants, which is a great story to tell because, you know, you're, you're dealing with a world that fears and hates you and, and you're trying to, to, you know, be accepted. You're trying to, and you're trying to help and you're trying to save them, you know, from themselves and, and others. So, I, I could see how Marvel is pushing the mutant agenda, and I'm down for that. Okay. I don't feel like she's a mutant because I felt like the way that she acquired her powers uh, was very much the way that the powers were acquired in the Mohawk Nation, mm -hmm. where they acquired some source of power that was part of the earth to mm -hmm. me it felt very wakanda black panther-esque right where they're not necessarily mutants but 
also it's it's also very uh, well i guess namor is a mutant but he's not a mutant because he's from atlantis even though all the atlanteans have powers <laughs> get what i'm saying like right. they have the same power set as the atlanteans which could be similar to the power set that the people of wakanda should have right. if they were consuming the herb as a collective like why does only one person get to eat the fruit if the meteorite that hit wakanda infuses with everything mm -hmm. so yeah. i i feel like if the atlanteans are mutants which they're not then she would be a mutant but because the atlanteans aren't mutants and their power source is similar yeah. she's not a mutant but and, and they're not atlanteans anymore <laughs> that was i guess that was uh taken away by dc so um but yeah, no, I, I see what you mean because it's it's like this source of power from this meteorite, but it, it's like is that the same kind of power? Because that was that came from the underground. Like in the What If series, that was clearly um, whatever the stone was that gave Captain Marvel her power. It was the same stone, right? Um, the Mohawk Nation they they got all their power from that. So this one here, at first I was thinking it was the same one, but it seemed like more that was from the earth. So to me, honestly, this is more spiritual, mystical than mutant. You know, that that's what I was focused on at first. But as like I talked through it, I'm like, maybe it is a little mutant because you're, you're born with it. So it's considered a mutation. Um, even though like if you get bit by a radioactive spider, that is a mutation. You're mutating, but you're not considered a mutant. In the Marvel Universe, you have to be born with the power to be a mutant. So the next step in evolution. <laughs> You know what it is, dude? I figured it out. Um, it's, it's the end of uh, Star Wars Episode Nine with Ray. We believe in you. Our power surged through you. The force is with you. You know what I mean? That's what it's like. And, and not to mention, like, they're running out of ideas, man. Because if you look at the end of uh, She Hulk, what they do at the end of She Hulk, what are they doing? You'll have to enlighten us. They pulled up the Feige robot. Remember they were eating? And then here comes Hulk at the credit scene with uh, with his son, Scar. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? How did this one end? Oh, let's have another uh, dinner at the outside. And here comes Echo. Hey. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like I feel like they're running out of ideas, man. Like yeah, you just well, can't I'm think of anything new. And then, you know. And then, you know, Echo from the comics, her powers Echo because she mirrors people she's fighting. That's her her strength and her power. Yeah. And I feel that, you know, with this healing and all that stuff, she does, they changed her powers. And her power set was actually pretty cool the way it was, mm -hmm. you know? And they said it too. And I was hearing uh, they changed it because it was too much like Taskmaster. Master. Right. But, you know, yeah. Taskmaster was so whack in that movie. No one remembers. Anyway, so it'd be okay to just, you know, make her have her own powers, you know, yeah. and I, you know, I think that's pretty cool, but you know, with this one, you know, well, they're, they're bringing Taskmaster back for Thunderbolts. Mm -hmm. Did, didn't that get trashed though? I think it's back again. Is yeah, it? it's back. But, yeah. si but what's his name's out of century though? Steven Yoon's out. Yeah. 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 Should be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it should, should be, be but we know it won't be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it could be. Yeah, because I saw, I saw like, um, I think it was like a guy that was on Screen Rants, uh -huh. like video, and he was saying 
her power, he was disappointed with her powers because they changed it. Yeah. And he was like, the way she mimics and the way she fights, it would be cool if they did like the Sherlock, so- Sherlock Holmes movie where Robert Down Jr. was talking in his mind, right. counter and everything. If Echo would do that in her mind as she's like mimicking someone, it would be pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, what's the power that she has in the comics is is a great power. Yeah, it's like Taskmaster, but you know what? They dropped the ball with Taskmaster. So even if they bring her back, you know, it's not quite the same. It's like somebody who's augmented it. Did they really show that in in uh, in that Black Widow movie was Taskmaster copying people's fighting styles? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was, <laughs> she was watching videos. Remember? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Game day. Yeah. But I feel like every superhero is just the same as somebody else. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's true. As there's only so many power sets. It's just all about how you use them. Mm-hmm. But there's still many. There's still so many more power sets to use. I mean, right. there's just... Marvel at this point, I feel like they're trying to get away from changing stuff up as much mm-hmm. as they did. At least mm-hmm. I hope so. Because you guys are right, you know, Echo has a really cool power set. Yeah. And it's almost like if someone does a bad job on something, like mm-hmm. everyone collectively agrees Taskmaster sucked, mm-hmm. this could have been an opportunity for them to say, oh, but here's how the power is if it's used in a cool way. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. they just dump that completely. Right. You know, and, like, and yeah. When you think about um, Aloqua, like he was good as Maya, you know what I mean? Like I'm okay with like remember we we always talk about this. When a when a creator woman character or a woman portrays a dope character that kicks ass, we're all for that. Mm-hmm. Just don't push right. the agenda. Mm-hmm. And I felt yeah. like every generation there was like a woman that was like, Hey, you know what I mean? Again, that's Disney pushing mm-hmm. the agenda of like women women are just as strong as guys. We're like, if you see Maya fight. If she held her own against Daredevil, no one's ever going to be like, how is she able to do that? Because, you know, she's dope. It's believable. You know, mm-hmm. you didn't have to create a persona of like, you know, let me just create this woman. She's better than, you know, like she should be. As, we already know she's just as good. And, you know, and, and the same thing, like, I don't know if you heard about the stuff that's going on with Deadpool 3. They're trying to push that agenda on Ryan Reynolds. And he's like, no, dude, I'm not doing that. Because he wanted to bring in She-Hulk and push that whole agenda. And he's like, no, dude, you guys had your opportunity with She-Hulk. Didn't do too well. Don't try to ruin my movie. And I feel like that's what they're trying to do with him. I feel like She-Hulk does fit in very well, though, with the Deadpool. Breaking the fourth wall. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It fits in perfectly. And, totally. You know, with from the comics. Yeah. But when Disney's doing it, it's totally different. Yeah. No, but she did that in the TV show. So it's a perfect match. I don't want it to happen, yeah, but it fits. I feel like it would fit very well, and I feel like Ryan Reynolds has the vision of what he wants done. Mm-hmm. So don't don't go around messing with it, you know. Right. You know, it's funny. I, I enjoyed Echo, but um, man, they they show her go toe to toe with Daredevil like on her first outing. Yeah, you know, she was stumbling a little bit, but she was starting to get her grooves, just pick it up, and she was doing fine. She held her own against Daredevil. Next thing you know, she's being attacked by three tweakers and locked up in a back room. Come on. <laughs> you know, it's like, really? Really? Because, I mean, I was, I, I liked, I really dug the show. <laughs> I did, but it's like, come on. It's like, and if they did that, yeah, sure. She did that because she wanted to be there. You know what I mean? But they didn't make it seem like that. 
Yeah, you're right. I did have trouble with that as well because I felt like I was waiting for the, oh man, she's about to start kicking butt. And it never really happened. Like she would always end up getting her butt kicked, which reduces the credibility of Daredevil. Right. As great as that fight scene was, how was she going toe to toe with someone with augmented abilities? It didn't make any sense. <laughs> um, I can play devil advocate. I think at that advocate. time that she had just lost her father. So she has a lot of aggression, angry, pissed off, and just want to mess people up to where this part where it's towards the end. She's kind of confused and she doesn't know where she's going. Those dreams are manipulating what she's thinking was reality and what's real. Issues with their grandmother disowning her. She's not talking to her best friend, which is her cousin, which I thought was like kind of dumb. Yeah. I'm like, really? You're going to talk to everybody in town, but not her? That just doesn't make sense to me. You, you know what I mean? So it's just stuff like that. But I think mentally she probably wasn't there, you know, or they just did, did a really bad job at portraying that she to do that. <laughs> to your point, Alf. Well, you know, I mean, it just at, everything's just rushed at, at that level of of martial arts prowess. You know, if you're when you're at that level, anger and and you know being pissed off and all that, that doesn't do anything for you. That takes away from you because if you're fighting somebody on equal, you know, on an equal battlefield, and you're losing your cool, you're lost. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's. It, like I can understand how they were trying to portray it like that, but I mean, you know, you, that's not something you want to do. You know, you you know, you got to be calm, collected. You got to control the distance. You 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 handle the fight, right? Yeah, I, I yeah. used to play basketball, bro. Yeah, and when when I'd be off, I'm, you know, someone yeah. starts talking crap to me, then I get back in the zone and I'm smashing on them. Right, and but that's you, know, you being calm and collected because they're they're talking no because I'm I'm talking a, ma a lot of crap. Oh, <laughs> now I'm like in his face talking crap while I beat him. And, and when he's sitting on the side, I'm still talking crap to him. That's what I mean with the emotion. Like you need someone gets you going. You know what I mean? And I think that's the instrument was her father. And then when it was taken away from her, I don't think she was the same as far as when she fought Daredevil. And I think they were probably, you know, like, oh, well, she didn't have her really good legs. So she really couldn't handle as much. <laughs> right. Mm hmm. One thing too, it's like you know, I think one thing that did this show a real big disservice is the fact that she can't read lips. In the comics, she can read lips, you yep. know, and and it's like, why take that away from her? There's no sense in taking that away from her, you know. Mm -hmm. The majority, I mean, I I mean, I would assume like the deaf people that I've known, you know, that I've dealt with, like they can read lips, and mm -hmm. you know, so there's still some kind of communication you can do, right? Um, if that's all you got, you know, you're going to work with what you got. She's like this point where like, I'm doing sign language and I don't care if you guys don't know it, it's not your problem. And then <laughs> you got this whole reservation back here who she was there till she was five that learned sign language to work with her, but probably didn't practice the entire time she was gone for what, 10 years. And then they know it, they still know it like it's no problem. <laughs> you know, that's something you got to yeah. practice. I lost right. my Spanish from when I was a kid, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, even um, the the fight scene at the end, dude. Like, if we're, if we're gonna, you know, to go back on the fight scene, you beat Kingpin by like doing that. Like, let me go through your mind. I'm like, what are you, Psylocke? What are you, Dean <laughs> Gray? You know what I mean? Are you like Emma Frost? Like, you're Professor X? No, you're not. I wanted like a dope fight scene. Yeah. I figured like 
at least give us that. You know, like you can't do like it was like the Hawkeye. That scene with the car with the 360 was so dope. So good. And then after that, you're just like, well, 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 you know? Yeah. And and she healed him, right? That's what she did. Yeah. Well, she tried to heal him and rejected it. That's why he still has that scar. Like she okay. was trying to heal that and heal inside, but he just said, that's why he's like, what are you doing? Because like you know, his next, the next time you see him, he's not going to be walking around like Nick Fury. He's going to be seeing. No. So. Yeah. But you know, like even um, in the comics, like, cause I was like, how the hell are her daredevil speaking? But to your point, she reads lips. Right. And, and they say she can still talk. And daredevil could see her hand movements. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he could probably pick up interpreting that a lot faster than most people because yeah. Well, she still talked in comics from what I hear. Oh, yeah, she talked. That's so right. like that's how Daredevil is it. Because I was like, how do they communicate? Because <laughs> <laughs> they went out for a while. Oh, yeah. No. It was the international language of love. Hmm. That's right. <laughs> Little brown chicken yeah. brown cow. Brown chicken <laughs> brown cow. <laughs> So getting away from the brown chicken, brown cow, you know, the more you guys talk, the more confused I become because you guys explain stuff. And I'm like, is that what happened? Um, <laughs> by the way, ladies, gentlemen and knights, if you haven't noticed, uh, there will be spoilers galore. I forgot to give you a warning, but it'll be in the title of the show. So <laughs> uh, read the title of the show. Okay. So she tried to heal him. But she didn't. So, like, what was all? What what was that for? Like, it didn't. Go ahead, Joe. You remember when she had so much anger and she was hurt? She was so pissed off, and then her she started talking to her mom, and her mom did the heal, the same healing thing, mm-hmm. and it made her forget everything, forgive, and move on. And that's what she was trying to do, the kingpin. But kingpin was like, F that. So that's why. Yes. And then that's why at the end, he's like, dude, what did you do to me? Like, because he was shocked that, like, you went inside his mind. And that's what I mean. What are you, Professor (laughs) X. Jean Grey, Emma Frost? You went inside his mind to relive his memories that he had hidden. And he's known you since you were, like, what, five? And you have this power? So he asked, what did you do to me? The mm-hmm. answer to which is absolutely nothing. Yeah, I get that. But what do you do to me is like, how did you go in my mind and make me think about a memory that I had hidden? Nah. Don't be mad at me. I didn't write it. I'm just telling you what the writers were doing. Damn it, <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Does it make sense to me? No. Do I agree with it? No. Could it have been better? Yeah. As you guys were talking about stuff, I'm just like, but that doesn't make any sense so yeah. yeah i'm just i'm looking for explanations and you guys are explaining stuff and i'm like but i'm still confused <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, just, I, I just gotta tell you i mean i give props to the editors because the show was probably like yeah probably pretty bad and they i think they salvaged it pretty well they were able to pull out five five episodes and did you guys watch them all at once went back to back to back no because i fell asleep at like <laughs> three so I rewatched three, and then I watched four, and then I came back a day later and watched five. Yeah, it probably yeah, took me about four days. I watched the first one, and then I go, "Hey, you know," the, I told Alan, "I was like, hey, it's not that bad, dude." He yeah. goes, "It gets slow." I'm like, "Shit!" <laughs> so then I, I think I waited a couple of days. I went back and started watching um, 
Jujutsu Kaisen. So I watched um, some more episodes. Cause I stopped watching season two because I found out my favorite, favorite character dies. Oh. Oh, but then my son was like, Dad, this is why he didn't die. I'm not even going to go into detail, bro, because if you couldn't understand the kingpin reasoning of what you do to me, <laughs> there's no point in me explaining Jujutsu Kaisen. But his logic was sound. So when I watched it, I'm all, that's what he's talking about. So I started watching that, and then I eventually I went back, finished Echo. And the only reason I finished Echo because you were like, what are you recording on Tuesday? Echo? I'm like, damn, now I got to go back and we watch this crap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Alfonso, you like the editing because I didn't much care for the whole supernatural element in it. Well, I mean, the thing of it is, it's like, it wasn't a great show, but it wasn't terrible. So, clearly they saved it. You know, are, is it as bad as people were painted to be? I don't think so. Um, you know, is it is it super great? No, but you know, it was a fun story. It, it, you know, it, it, we know it was really cool for me too. I don't know. If, did you guys ever watch Reservation Dogs that Taika Waikiki produced it, on Hulu? Wow. It it's a fun show. It's a really fun show. But you know, it's all native all native cast, right? Dude, there were so many people from Reservation Dogs in this show. I'm like, man, they're just using up all those native actors. It's, it's cool, you know, to see them back, you know, in a different character. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe it hit a little home to me. I, I, there's something I liked about it. I, I did like it. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of things that I could pick apart that weren't exactly great. You know, but it wasn't terrible. I'd, I'd definitely watch it, you know. I'd, maybe I'd even watch it again. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> if you took out Kingpin, would it would it be better or worse? I, I'd say worse. I mean, the whole Kingpin, the building of the Kingpin, I think was the most important thing of this show because you know Kingpin's going to be there for Daredevil. He's going to be there for Spider Man, and and he should be. You know, he's got to be that big boss at the top of the building, you know, who's who's always there pulling all the strings and you're trying to get to him, but he always kind of gets away. You know, I like that little cat and mouse game. You know, they, they do it in Punisher. They do it in Daredevil. They, you know, Kingpin, he can hire people. He can make you, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you think you're fighting them for this reason. And it's like, ah, oh, crap, it was Kingpin the whole time. Kind of like Shatari. You know, when the Shatari came, it was Thanos the whole time. And then they're like, what? It was Thanos? You know. <laughs> but doesn't kingpin lose in like all the mcu stuff like so far he's yeah. lost in everything everything so when do you start to believe that he's actually a bad guy like i mean a, like a dope villain yeah to your point you you don't think he's dope because dude echo he lost to echo twice daredevil once was it once or twice daredevil was it once twice was it Maybe it's twice. But he keeps taking L's, dude. Yeah. You know, it's like, bro. And then I'm tired of them using a series of, like, a character to mm -hmm. push the agenda of another character that does not have a series. Yeah. If I feel, if you're trying to set up Daredevil, you're trying to set up Daredevil or Kingpin, which one is it? And if you're trying to set up Kingpin to set up the street thugs, why don't you do a series with the Kingpin? Because I feel like you didn't need an Echo series. Why don't you give Homeboy his own series of Kingpin? And it can show flashbacks of when the snap where he rose to power. Right. You know, 
in the beginning and then how he's getting his power back. And I think if you build him up that way, then we can get our villain because in that series, he's not going to lose. And so you can build him up and he, he becomes a believable villain. He takes too many L's, dude. You're like, bro, like you get defeated easily, bro. You know, you know, so it's like, what's the point in making you a big baddie of the street level um, superheroes if that's the case? Yeah. Interesting. As as you guys are saying that, I was like, what villain was the same way? And I'm like, oh, it's like Kang. Like Kang is supposed <laughs> to be this huge, right. big villain, and he gets defeated by a person who shrinks and who just beat him in hand-to-hand combat. Marvel really doesn't know what to do with their villains, which is why, complete tangent, the best villain they probably had since Thanos was um, the High Evolutionary because James Gunn knows what to do with villains. He he finds people who know how to play villains, and even if the villain loses, they're, mm-hmm. like, super menacing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they really got to work on their villains. <laughs> I do like the idea of them having this whole street level thing and, and, you know, it'd be great. Yeah. For Kingpin to be on top of all that, you know, he's, you're right. He's going to have to start pulling some W's, you know, or at least like, even if, even if, you know, he's pulling the strings in this operation here, the, the hero wins, but then in order to win, he has to lose something. And that's because it was the King's Kingpin's fault. And he's up there in his tower going, <laughs> you know, that's what we need, you know? So he doesn't even, I mean, he doesn't really have to show up in the other shows other than do that. <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to be the main villain. He he just you got to see that he's orchestrating things, and then that something happens. Even though because the heroes got to win in their show, but they have to take a little bit of a loss, and that's where the kingpin comes in. So then that builds him slowly but surely. I, I mean, I don't know if he's so much lost in this episode because it might you know touched him, healed his eye a little bit, whatever you know, tried to bring things forth in his head. You know, got him to a point where he's like, you know what. I'm going to run for mayor, like in Back to the Future. Remember, was it Goldie Wilson? Mayor Goldie Wilson. Mm. I like the sound of that. Did he bring her back with him? No. Then, she, then he took an L. He wasted all his time in Oklahoma City and took an L. But what did and he then really he, lose? And then he had a Well, he's on his knees. Like, if you're, if you're trying to a, like a dope villain, <laughs> he's on his knees, bro. And she's doing the Jean Grey to him. <laughs> so it's like, it's like he's not at this point, dude. He, to me, he's not a strong character. Yeah. Like he's a dope ass actor, but I think he hasn't instilled anything in me like he's that threatening. You know what I mean? When Echo can beat him, Daredevil can beat him, Luke Cage will beat him. Like every every street hero in Marvel can beat him. Like he's not threatening to me. It's almost like believable that Loki is a villain now. Yeah. Like you can't convince me that he's a villain anymore. No, he's not. Look, he's not a villain. Yeah. But I mean, in the comics, they always lose too, you know, and they still have a way to find them to be menacing. Right. But the difference is, is you're trying to create this dude that's going to be the main villain running for mayor. Because yeah. because I think in that, that series as well, like any vigilante, you can't be a hero anymore. That was the whole point of that. Mm-hmm. So any daredevil, you got the Spider-Man. All of like the defenders, they're vigilantes trying to, except for Doctor Strange, and well, go we'll start vigilante. But you know they're fighting on their own accord, and that was what he was doing as mayor as part of those things. So it's for me like it. He's a he's a punk. He's, he's, 
<laughs> let, me, let me run for office. That way I can make laws because I can't beat you myself. So I'm going to use the law to try, try to beat you. Like, he's not threatening, bro. They, they have too much stuff going on for me. Like, which is it? Is it you're going to recast Kang? Is it Dr. Doom? Are you going to do Young Avengers? You know what I mean? It's just too much going on for me right now. Like, pick a side. It's like, go with it. I feel like there's too much going on. Remember DC in the beginning? That's what they were doing. Separate movies, all doing their own thing. Then they try to come together. It just didn't make sense. And I think Marvel is that way with all the different TV series and movies. It doesn't make sense. And they're trying to like cram a bunch of different ideas that they want to do. Like, what do you want to do? Secret Wars? Or do you want to create like a Marvel street thing? You know, it's just, for me, it's just like too much going on. And it's, I don't want to invest in that because I feel like I'm going to get let down. I'm already been let down. And it's like, why invest in something that it's the same repetitive stuff over and over again? I believe the answer to all of your questions is no. I feel we do an excellent job, the three of us, and let's say the fandom community as a whole, of telling Kevin Feige what should happen. But that's never what happens. So a street-level team is a great idea, but it's never going to happen because as we watch all these shows, we can clearly see there's no plan. It's like they did Hawkeye to have a Young Avengers show, even though that could be a great setup for you know part of the street-level team. And Daredevil, now they say that uh, Daredevil and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are all part of the continuity of the MCU. Great, there's your street level team. Oh, but wait a minute, Cottonmouth died, and now he's Blade, who is also a street level character. How are they going to explain that? Are you just going to ignore it? If Luke Cage comes back and you're just like, hey, you know who you look a lot like? <laughs> there's there's no plan. There's absolutely no plan. The, the even the whole thing with Kang, it's like the villain for Secret Wars is not Kang. It's Dr. Doom and Reed Richards. So there's just no plan. There's absolutely no plan. They're just throwing stuff to the wall and hoping something sticks. And you know what? They're getting our money anyway. Why am, why am I subscribed to Disney Plus for Echo? That's it. Well, to your point, too, like they already own Dr. Doom. And and Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. And you still can't use them as Secret Wars. And like you have all this time to do that. It's like I feel you don't have to do another reboot with Fantastic Four. You don't. I think you can just create it and they're there already, dude. Yeah. And you can say through the snap, that's how it happened. You could say the multiverse made it happen. I feel like you don't have to do an origin story for that no more. Yeah. Same with Dr. Doom. Like, I feel if if they're already there, Fantastic Four Doom is there. It's already implied. Like, I think everybody's past origin stories, unless it's new. You know, like, we yeah. don't need to see it over again. Just move on. We've been waiting for, I mean, shoot, they haven't had a good Fantastic Four movie ever. And I don't even know if they're going to be able to ever. Yeah. But I think the start of it, you don't do no origin story, just pick up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've already been doing it for that's that's one of the things that I loved about the, the first Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland. There was no origin story, he was just yeah. already a, a villain, 
or not a villain, but a superhero yeah. fighting crime. And I thought that was dope. Like we didn't have to sit through the whole thing all over again, dude. Yeah. And I swear, JJ, JJ, James Gunn does that with Superman, bro. We don't need no origin story, bro. Just keep it moving, man. Yeah, I think I think that's his plan. Yeah, you I gotta, hope you that, just, dude. Yeah, you gotta hit. You gotta hit the ground running. Yeah, bro. You know, it's like Fantastic World all of a sudden pops out. Hey, what, what's going on? We've been in the negative zone. What I miss? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh crap, Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom got out too. Yeah. All right, we better go take care of him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at Batman. Remember Batman, the new Batman when it came out? Uh, no, mm-hmm. it was was it year one? Yeah. Yes. Already year one. He's already out the gate fighting. I love that. Dude. That was like one of my favorite parts. Was, yeah. That's a good formula. Stop doing origins, yeah. man. Just get right to it. Right. Yeah, every everything is known already, you know. Nerddom's taken over enough that everybody knows. <laughs> so yeah, they don't they don't need to do origin stories. If anything, do the story and then just throw a little nod back. See the pearls rolling by, you know, Batman's mom dies. But that's about it. That's right. all you need. Just the pearls. And then not only that, dude, like you're gonna make people Google research it. And and if it's good enough, people might go buy the comic or back issues just to see who who this person really is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I did for Echo because I was like, I never recall this power set. So I went and I did some research and I was like, oh, okay. So she got the Phoenix Force, but we can't use the Phoenix Force. But her power that allows her to control other people, which is basically like, basically she had tele, she had telepathy. That's what it comes down to. She was able to control other people and get inside their minds. She had telepathy. But then she was also able to separate those cufflinks or those couplings on the um on the on the plane. Or excuse me, on the train. Train, silly. <laughs> uh so it's it's like, what was her power? I know I'm everywhere and I apologize, but like my point is I went back and I did research yeah. and it still didn't make sense because they, they mess with it so much. Yeah. I think that what they really wanted to show is that she was borrowing from, you know, generations past where she needed. She needed super strength at one point. She got the super strength. She needed to heal at one point. She got to heal. She needed to be able to throw something accurately. She was able to throw something accurately. You know, that that's basically all it was. You, you had the four generations there, right? You had the, the mud people. Yeah. You know, the first people. Then you had the, the, the stick ball playing, you know, game. And then you had the, the, the girl who wanted to be the, uh, she wanted to be like, uh, you know, the cowboy, you know, shooting and throwing things. And then you had, and then you had her mom who could heal. So I think that's what the original story was, but she was going to learn to borrow from each of those. And that's her power set. Can she access them all at once? Probably not. She could probably only access them one at a time. But, you know, of course they, they had to lose a little bit of that because they didn't have time to explain all that and, you know, to go back and do reshoots to get it all back in there. Okay, this this isn't a question for either of you, but feel free to try to explain this to me. Which one of her ancestors had super strength? And which one of her ancestors had the ability to control other people telekinetically, where they were able to fight using her fighting skill? This probably left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Like, like the super strength that would have been useful yeah i forgot that she got them to, to, don't worry you guys here try now and they're like 
yeah, so suddenly they're able to fight. Oh. <laughs> like, was did she give them the fighting spirit of her ancestors, which they didn't know how to tap into? <laughs> or was she able to telepathically give them her fighting ability? Or was she telepathically controlling their fighting? Yeah. To me, it seemed like she was at the wheel of what they were doing. What? Yeah, you know, like she was telepathically controlling what they were doing. Like grandma's like, I just hit these guys. What? All right. <laughs> so I, I think if you possess the knowledge of your ancestors before, mm -hmm. so the, anything that they've done, you can acquire it. So I think because she shared the power with her cousin and her grandma, they're able to tap into what the ancestors were able to do, and that's how they were able to do it. That's what I think. Hey, I can't, I can't argue with that because I'm just confused. Yeah, I'm more confused now than when I watch the show because we're yeah. talking about it. <laughs> I, I just think it was wasted because I wanted to see her and Kingpin fight. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, and then she, then he lost against Hawk Girl. Oh, other Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when she she beat him with the arrow and blew him up? And then that's when Echo came in after. Like, he took an L from her, too. Wow. And she's new. Like, you know what I mean? She ain't got that much as far as knowledge and training. To, to be, that's what I'm saying. He's just watered down, bro. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. I'm 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 seriously waiting for one of you to like pull this this show out of the trash heap because as we're talking about it, I'm just like I enjoyed the first episode, and I remember Joe telling me like, yeah, first episode was good, and I was like, well, might as well stop there. <laughs> yeah, well, she she did get the wardrobe change uh, that wasn't even that great. <laughs> oh, okay, what was her makeup, bro? Didn't the wardrobe on the mannequin look better than on her? Yeah. Like when I saw, I was like, oh, that costume looks pretty dope. And then when she put it on, I was like, that doesn't look dope. Yeah. yeah. It's like where I'm like, man, that shirt looks sick. Then you go to the dressing room and be like, yeah, but not on me. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. <laughs> and I don't think they did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And what, what was the point of the wardrobe change? Like, I don't know. Grandma was like, oh, yeah, the power of your ancestors is in this clothing. But no, it's the, there was no point to that, mm -hmm. to giving her that wardrobe change. When I say this stuff, you guys are supposed to say, but no. <laughs> it was it was because of the woodpecker. <laughs> that stupid woodpecker. Like, didn't at some point Maya kill the woodpecker? And then mom brought it back to life yeah. and said, Hey, they use this for communication. And then flash forward to the next episode. She looks up, Oh, there's a woodpecker trying to communicate <laughs> over there doing Morse code. <laughs> Bro. When he said that, I was just like, did you use your power to make this woodpecker communicate? Cause how do you train a woodpecker to do SOS? You know, <laughs> tapping on the beak, bro. Dude, that was hunger games right there. 
But I'm just like, bro, <laughs> what? <laughs> when they said that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> really? Huh. I'm pretty sure I like the show. You guys are kind of <laughs> convincing me that maybe I did it. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, like, Damn. I thought it was okay. And then I, I swear we do this every time. We start talking about something, even if we think it's okay. And then the more we talk about it, it raises more questions. And it just makes <laughs> me think, like, what was good about that other than the first episode? It was our loving, positive attitude because we want it to work. We want Marvel to succeed. Yeah. And they just don't. <laughs> yeah, but even that first episode, once you, you know, it's like, I think we all collectively sat there at our houses and we were like, we're just going to accept the fact that she can go toe to toe with their devil. Yeah. But once we talk about it, we're like, no. And it, <laughs> well, because, you know, what was that, episode four? When, yeah. to your point where they had the three random juggies, it seemed like, <laughs> take them down. You know, that that's when it loses its credibility. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Hey, but, to be fair, they, they probably worked at the Waffle House, you know? And, bro, come on, dude. Your big girl was up in there, bro. And she was like, you really think you're going to take out Echo, bro? Like, obviously, if your man's was, like, calling people to come down and they come with 10 people, you think your big ass is going to stop her, bro? Like, why'd you even open the door, dude? You know what I mean? It's just like, and then why'd you even give her back the leg? Like, I don't get that. Like, here, let me just throw you the boot. I was just like, why? Like, you know, you don't know that she has a knife in there, but why are you going to give her back the boot, bro? What's she going to yeah. do on one leg? But you're going to throw over the boot to where she can reach it and put it on and just walk away? <laughs> yeah, that didn't make any sense. Like, I feel like that was one of those editing things where there was a reason why she threw the boot. Like, it seemed like the boot was in another room. Like the leg was, was in another room. Yeah, she it was. She picked it up. <laughs> was it, okay. That was Echo using her her psychic telepathy. Ability. Yeah, she's like, "Bring me the boot, my X Men." The, 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 the only smartest person in that room was the girlfriend. I'm out. They, <laughs> yeah. said, they, they said she was running to the car. She was out. She knew that she knew what was up. Yeah, I should have did that on that last episode. Let me just run away. <laughs> and it had, you know, was I didn't have any expectations, but the episode with Daredevil was good to see Daredevil again. Oh yeah, and yeah. Um, it was done so well. I was like, man, wow, I wasn't expecting anything. Actually, pretty good. Yeah. And then to your point, Duke's like the the more you watch it, you're like, hmm, it's just slow setting everything up, you know. Which I get, yeah. like, but what are you setting up, dude? You set up everything for her only to ruin it at the end with kingpin because your whole thing was to get to that kingpin credit yeah that's what i, I feel like just to get to that point mm -hmm. wow we just ruined the show for ourselves <laughs> like, like i don't have a leg to stand on here so i <laughs> think <laughs> that show yeah oh i'm trying to think of something good to say about it like i let me check my notes. I thought it was okay. Alfonso, let me see my notes here. What <laughs> what didn't we criticize? Uh, maybe I can talk about it, that. The positive that I like about it was it focuses on the – did I say it right, Alfie? Jotal? Choctaw. Choctaw. Jotal. Choctaw. Tribe. Yeah. And, you know, and then you put natives in to work. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, like definitely. They, they yeah. use real natives. I think to see that through the whole TV series, you know what I mean? I thought that was dope. And I thought they did very well with that. I, I love that that aspect of the show, you know, yeah. put natives to work. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That that was that was a really good plus there. Like I said, you know, you, you had the cast from Reservation Dogs that just ended and you know, a lot of them showed up, but but they are native actors, they are native, you know, workers. So it, it's it's good to see them have a home. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's only so many projects that they, they can do, you know, it's like but you know they eventually got to start casting people as people not necessarily it's like well we're casting you because you're native you know we're casting you because you're a good actor just because you're, you're native you know we're casting you because you know this or that you know they just got to start seeing people as people not you're right not push agendas you know you don't need to it, it is surprising too because i hadn't really thought about that and it makes a lot of sense it's like marvel is giving a huge push to the native nations and i'm like that's it's kind of interesting it's like wow I, I didn't realize that you know it's like what's what's going on here why are they like you know trying to make amends for something or you know it's 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 weird it just seems like it's all at once you know yeah i um we'll find out maybe they need some native investors or something because mm-hmm. you know oh casino they're getting casino money that's what it is mm-hmm. probably doing be like the disney casino soon they better give me a job Oh, bring me along <laughs> yeah yeah uh the, you know it's it's interesting because you guys are like oh it's great natives are native native american are, are uh getting jobs but apparently it's the same 20 native americans in hollywood <laughs> getting all the jobs it's like are there only 20 native american <laughs> actors and actresses in hollywood there was some other ones come on I mean, but there was a lot of room for reservation dogs yeah it's yeah. like they it's like they have like there's the there's the actors union and then right. there's a native american screen actors union mm-hmm. right. and they're like there's 20 of us <laughs> yeah yeah and only 20 of us yeah so uh yeah i don't know man well, I have to say the first episode fight scene was good. If you take mm-hmm. it out of, if you take it out of complete understanding uh, the mm-hmm. characters, it was pretty good. Yeah, um, I am. I am excited to hear that now. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Iron Fist, all of them are going to be rolled into the MCU. That mm-hmm. that gives us some promise, even though they're going to blow it. But uh, <laughs> that gives us some promise. I think they just need to keep it on Disney. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think they need to come out with the movies. Just yeah. keep street levels on Disney Plus and your main heroes on the movie screen, I think. Cosmic mm-hmm. on the And then they could intertwine, you know, like if we need them all to come in. But like the TV wasn't mature. Like it felt like, like, bro, really? Like there's only two scenes that I felt like that needed that mature waiting. And I think that was like their thing. Oh, hey, look. Or maybe they, they could just be testing the waters and see how this one did with the with the blood and stuff like that. So when Daredevil mm-hmm. comes out, it could be how it was on Netflix. Yeah. Alfonso, you, you have the youngest of kids of all of us. Would you let um, Nate watch this? This one, I'd let him watch it. There, there was really nothing, nothing that, you know, the, I guess the scene where, where King Ben beat the crap out of the ice cream man was, was pretty tough. And actually that was a really good scene too, because he's like, bring me another jacket. I don't want Maya to see it. And then, and then she's like, comes over and she's like, goes over and kicks the guy a couple of times. Like, yeah, get it. You know, but 
I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's something that would have affected him too much. You know, he, he would have understood, you know, I'd had a conversation with him about it, but. You think if it wasn't Disney, because like you're almost promoting a little girl condoning kicking, kicking somebody that's been, they're beat up. Like right. I think if Disney didn't do that, you think if anybody would be counseling that scene, because people were tripping about, about like, you know, the flash putting a, a fake baby in a microwave to save it. <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? Like, and, and this girl, she's like five, and she sees yeah. it and says, "Oh, I'm gonna kick him too." You know what I mean? So it's. I was yeah. I was good. I was you know, I don't think so because what I if felt DC like did that. Yeah, I, I just feel like it was done. It was part of the character. Yeah, yeah. I think so it fit the character, but mm-hmm. no, no, I it's get all that. If DC it did that, if DC did that. There'd be people. Oh, I can't believe that. That's a bad parenting. This kid, <laughs> you know, just did what Kingpin did and kicked this guy when he was dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've come to the end of this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast, and I have to say that uh, this was a lot better than the five episodes of Echo that we all sat through for <laughs> all of you. So this concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. Until next time, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!